Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in, not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check-in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well-being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know. So hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self-reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. This week's scripture is John 14, 1 through 14. Jesus, the way to the Father. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, if you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen him has, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. 
How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. This passage includes a verse that has caused a lot of harm to non-Christians and has been used more like a weapon to prove that Christianity is the only right religion. When Jesus says in verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, many interpret that to mean Christianity is the only way to God. Those seem to forget that Christianity wasn't even created yet. Jesus was referring to himself, God in human form, not a religion. In fact, he was trying to teach the disciples to come away from a narrow religion. What helps me to understand this verse and passage more clearly is to use Richard Rohr's understanding of Christ, the universal Christ, which is love. If we think of Christ as love, then there is a place for all religions to come to God. Jesus hints at this in verse 2, which says, In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. God dwells in more places than the temple. God dwells in more religions than Christianity. God dwells in many people in places in the form of love. In John Philip Newell's book, A New Harmony, he tells this story. An American rabbi was once asked what he thought about verse 6. The rabbi replied, Oh, I agree with these words. To which the surprised questioner asked further, But how can you as a rabbi believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? Because, answered the rabbi, I believe that Jesus' way is the way of love, that Jesus' truth is the truth of love, and that Jesus' life is the life of love. No one comes to the Father but through love. The way of Jesus is the way of love. If Jesus is the way to the Father and we understand Jesus to be love, then love is the way to Father God. Love is the truth that we seek. A life of love is what we are called to live. Perhaps it would be easier to understand if we substitute the name Jesus and the times he refers to himself 
in this passage with the word love. We would also substitute the name Father with God because the names Jesus and the Father are not the only names of the divine. We can use names that are more meaningful to us. So let's do that. Here is the same passage with these substitutions. May it bring love and light into your life. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in love. In God's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would love have told you that love goes to prepare a place for you? And if love goes and prepares a place for you, love will come again and will take you to itself, so that where love is, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where love is going. Thomas said to him, Love, we do not know where love is going. How can we know the way? Love said to him, Love is the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to God except through love. If you know love, you will know God also. From now on, you do know love and have seen God. Philip said to him, Love, show us God and we will be satisfied. Love said to him, Has love been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know love? Whoever has seen love has seen God. How can you say, Show us God? Do you not believe that love is in God and God is in love? The words that love says to you does not speak on its own, but God who dwells in love does God's works. Believe me that God is in God. Love is in God and God is in love. But if you do not, then believe because of the works of love. Very truly, love tells you. The one who believes in love will also do the works that love does. And in fact, will do greater works than these. Because love is going to God. Love will do whatever you ask in love's name, so that God may be glorified in love. If in love's name you ask for anything, love will do it. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace surround you this day.